Have you ever wondered if you had what it takes to track down a killer? If so, then why not head over to killertrace.com forward slash trains talk podcast 2088, where you can subscribe to see if you can track down a serial killer. Killer Trace is a monthly subscription-based box where you'll receive a case file, crime scene pictures, and evidence for further analysis. What sets Killer Trace apart from similar products is its unique case management system, where you can send and request virtual evidence and DNA testing. Even discuss your case with other Killer Trace members to track down the killer. Again, that's KillerTrace.com forward slash Strange Talk Podcast 2088. Use my URL code, which you can find in the episode description. Welcome to Strange Talk. The Queen Mary is a massive vessel that was built in 1930 and was finished in 1936. In May of that same year, the Queen Mary sailed on her first voyage and captured the Blue Riband in August of that year. The Blue Riband is an unofficial accolade given to the passenger liner crossing the Atlantic Ocean in regular service with the record highest speed. The Queen Mary was used as a two-ship weekly express service between Southampton, Cherbourg, and New York. The other ship built along the Queen Mary was known as the Queen Elizabeth. The two ships were a British response to the express superliners that Germany, Italy, and France had built in the late 1920s and early 30s. The Queen Mary was the flagship of the Cunard Line, the company responsible for building the Queen Mary and Queen Elizabeth, until October of 1946 when she was replaced in that role by Queen Elizabeth. In 1952, the Second World War had broken out and the Queen Mary was converted into a troop ship and ferried Allied soldiers for the duration of the war. After the war, the Queen Mary was refitted for passenger service once again and dominated the transatlantic passenger transportation market until the dawn of the jet age in the late 1950s. After several years of decreased profits, the Queen Mary was officially retired from service in 1967. She left Southampton for the last time on October 31st, 1967, and sailed to the port of Long Beach, California, where she remains to this day. The Queen Mary was a vessel unlike any other, and at its height was a beautiful marvel to behold. Although that isn't to say the Queen Mary hasn't had its shares of tragedies. The Queen Mary has reportedly been the site of at least 49 deaths. Among the many deaths, one incident was that of an 18-year-old crewman named John Petter, who was accidentally crushed in door number 13 of the engine room during a routine drill in 1966. Another of a 26-year-old woman who fell 75 feet into the water between the permanently moored ship and its parking lot. One of the ship's greatest tragedy happened during World War II when the Queen Mary had collided with one of its escorting vessels, the HMS Curacao, in the North Atlantic. As the Queen carried nearly 20,000 U.S. troops from the 29th Infantry Division as the ships proceeded in a zigzag pattern to elude Nazi submarines, the Queen struck the light cruiser broadside, cutting the smaller vessel in half. Only 99 of the Curacao's crew of 338 survived. With so many deaths aboard the Queen Mary, 
Many who work and visit the great vessel have claimed to have experienced the many spirits that walk among the ship. With all that has been said of what people claim to have happened aboard the Queen Mary, one room in particular is considered the most haunted. That room is B340. In the 60s, before there was a room B340, there were smaller rooms B222, B224, and B226. Those rooms were later converted into B340. The legend goes as this. During one of the final transatlantic cruises, a man had went crazy with cabin fever and brutally murdered two women. His crimes were discovered and he was locked in the class stateroom, which was either B22, B224, or B226. The door was locked and a guard was posted outside, keeping watch. After a few hours, the crazed man began pounding on the door, claiming someone was in the room with him, trying to kill him. Pleading to be let out and screaming in horror, the guard ignored him, thinking it was simply a trick to escape. After a while, the crazed man quieted down, and the guard figured he had tired himself out and went to sleep. The next day, when the ship had arrived in New York, the crew summoned NYPD detectives to apprehend the murderer. When they opened the door to the stateroom, they found the crazed man had been ripped apart and his entrails and limbs spread all over the room. There was no way he could have done this to himself. After the incident, that stateroom B-222 along with B-224 and B-226 were converted into one room known as B-340. Still, this story would not be the only incident in the infamous room. Another being that a newlywed couple were staying in B340, when other guests reported hearing screams coming from the room. Upon investigating, crewmen had entered the room to find both the husband and wife dead. It would seem as though this would be a theme for room B340, as another such incident was when a family were staying in the room and the father had murdered his entire family within the room for no apparent reason. All of these incidents could have very well never happened. It is said that these stories started in the late 80s and early 90s by employees of the Walt Disney Company, which owned the hotel at the time. A few of the employees wanted to scare guests who were asking about room B340 at the time, when it was being renovated and was unavailable for booking. Thus, the legend of B340 was born. Still, that hasn't stopped guests who have had a chance to stay in room B340, claiming to have had sheets pulled off of them while they slept in the middle of the night, or others who have claimed to have heard whispering and footsteps, and loud knocking on the walls. Upon entering room B340, you can find pictures and stories, all from guests, about their paranormal experiences. In the bathroom, you'll find on the wall, directions of how to summon Bloody Mary. And no haunting experience cannot be complete without a Ouija board to summon some extra ghostly guests. A fortunate as it may be that the legend of B340 could have very well been a joke made up for the amusement of the employees that work on the Cream Mary. The only way to truly see if the stories are true is for you to spend the night in the legendary room, B340. So that was the story of the Queen Mary and room B340. I gave a little bit of details as to the beginning of the Queen Mary, but 
There was a lot more other stories uh, about the deaths. Uh, there was another story that I didn't mention about a cook who was burned alive. Uh, while apparently the story goes is that he was... Um, there was, I guess, a mutiny, I guess, if you will. And they captured him and they put him in his own oven. And this all happened during World War II. But when I tried to look up that, I didn't want to tell the story without it necessarily being true. And I know the story I told in this episode about um, B-340, it, it could be real or it could not. I at least found a couple of articles um explaining um the story and explaining it so at least there's that the only thing i could find about the cook everything just related to the theme because as you know or if you don't know the queen mary usually around this time in october they usually have what they call the dark harbor where it's basically becomes like an attraction it come it becomes like if you're familiar with Knoxbury farm i'm sorry not scary farm or you know ha halloween horror nights at universal studios hollywood it basically becomes an attraction like that so they call it the dark harbor but everything that i found related to the cook was only about i guess in 2017 they had a theme their dark harbor theme was centered around the cook story but nothing i've ever found showed any indication that it was actually said i think it was just a made-up theme that they created because usually that's what they do for their attraction at queen at the queen mary is they just uh, center a theme around the dark harbor although i've never been to the dark harbor and i've actually never been to the queen mary and i would like to go someday so that is going to be something i have to cross off my bucket list um so again i hope you guys enjoyed today's episode um also don't forget to check my url code for killer trace um I, if you guys really do enjoy like watching true true crime stories just anything that has to deal around true crimes why not give it a shot i'm, I'm actually going to be receiving a box so i'm actually excited myself to give it a shot and see if maybe i can track down the serial killer and um it's going to be really cool because each month is going to be a different like serial killer is what i'm if i'm not mistaken and i just think it's pretty cool because they have that um case management system where you can actually log on to your computer because once you subscribe you get to create a profile and everything and then you use your profile to log in to killertrace.com and you get to speak with other members that you know are run are doing the same case as you and you get to i just think that's really cool and i've always wanted to try to see if i could you know be a detective i'm sure all of us have had that moment where we're like man i could have caught that killer if, if it would have if I would have just known, because I would have been the one that's seen that little piece of evidence. So this is really the time for you to put your money where your mouth is, <laughs> so you can try to figure out who the serial killer is. So I'm actually super excited to get my box. And um, as soon as I get it, I'm going to tell you guys about it, and you know, I'm just check it out. And be sure to follow me at Strange Talk Podcast on Instagram, because I will be definitely keeping you guys updated as I'm having fun with the Killer Trace box. Also... If you want to just give me ideas for a topic, if you if there's a story you want me to talk about or find more details about, you can go ahead and email me at strangetalkpodcasts at outlook.com. If you want to just hit me up there. You can also send me a message if you're following me on Instagram at strangetalkpodcasts. You can send me a message through there. If you want to talk to me and give me an idea for a topic or just, you know, speak to me, it's fine. You know, I, I would like more people to message me. Although, I have been getting... a a couple more messages i'm starting to get more people interacting with my posts which is awesome that's always a great thing um 
So again, I want to apologize to you guys for <laughs> not posting the serial killer episode, my first ever serial killer episode about Richard Chase. Um, some stuff happened, my computer crashed on me, so I wasn't able to uh, work on the episodes. So that really sucked for me. Uh, this episode that I had po- like done, actually my sister wanted me to do this episode, so you know, shout out to her for <laughs> this episode but um so i apologize to you guys but next monday for sure the episode richard chase will be coming out and i hope it's a good one and i hope you guys will enjoy it because i at least think it's going to be a good one so stay tuned for that and as always stay strange <laughs>